0: Well, hello and welcome back to the storm Our Weather Podcast. This is episode 80. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And I think this title is appropriate, uh, the hottest day of the year.
1: Hopefully it will be the hottest day <laughs> for the rest of the year, but...
0: <laughs> well, it is know. August. Man,
1: it was disgusting outside. Disgusting, is was putting it lightly. It was miserable. It was... It was... Uh, torture i tried to mow my yard today uh yeah why don't you tell people about my that? wife didn't care for that <laughs> well i started sweating you know how you get beads all over your face and it just starts pouring down and i couldn't breathe and it was so hot i got about you know, an eighth of it mowed so i thought i'll try again in the morning
0: at one o'clock in
1: the afternoon well i wouldn't have There's a lot of dew on my yard, so it's all wet in the morning. So well, what do you think that big sun and heat's gonna do to that dew? Just
0: and just like evaporate it right back up. I went to my chiropractor this morning at eleven thirty. And by the time I got home at twelve fifteen, man, I was like, Okay, I'm in. Excuse me, I'm in for the rest of the day. (laughs) And I I peeked my head out about oh three o'clock, two or three o'clock. I uh, no no I'm I'm staying in and this and you know and you and I are relatively healthy people the problem is these really elderly people it's hard on them I mean you
1: you were having trouble well, it breathing it has to be hard on them and a lot of the elderly people that I know and I'm talking about my grandparents if they're listening uh-huh they don't like to turn on the air they're from the great depression they they turn it on when they have to but they they live on minimal air. If I'm over there, for my family's over there, they'll turn on the air. But I have a feeling that when we're not there, they're just suffering through it. Because that's what they were brought up. You know, that's the way they were raised. Right. Well. They have on. a completely working air conditioner unit that is capable. But I hope, ho- hopefully they used it. I have a feeling they may have used it today.
0: Yeah. Well, I just know that my mother, love her. You know, if she gets hot, that air conditioner goes on. It's a window unit. Yeah. So, but, you know, it's, why not? Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to have central air. I mean, I love my central air, but you don't have to have the central air to be cool. And, you know, of course, one room, it's, uh, it's in the room that uh, my room. At the old, my house where I grew up, and it's really, really cool. And She has fans and stuff to blow it out and the rest of the house. And the, and the house is nice. I mean, it, nice and cool. It's not probably as cool as I want it to be, but if she gets out, goes outside and gets overheated or something, it's like, go in my room. It's got a bed, just lay there and let that
1: cold air just... Well, I'm wondering if I know. didn't go and buy my grandparents a window unit, which is what they had up until... You know, 2000, when they got a different new house, all they had was a window unit. Well, they have a pretty good-sized house now, and they have the central heat and air. But I'm wondering, if I were to go buy them a window unit, that they'd be more apt to use that and not heat up or not cool down the rooms that they're not using. Well, wait a minute. They have central air and heat? They do.
0: Well, that's easy. You just turn off. Yeah, I know.
1: You turn off the vents. I know. They They don't do that. They might. I don't know. Oh, okay. They just don't like to <laughs> use extra energy when they don't have to. They're well, frugal. I don't either. Right. But,
0: but I'm not going to suffer. When the National
1: Weather Service puts you under a heat advisory or an excessive heat warning, my, my, my air's cranked. Oh, mine too. I have to crank mine way down, and my wife cannot stand it at night.
0: <laughs> she, she, I will she sweat gets cold. at night.
1: I get, I sweat at night, and I don't like it. And I don't like waiting, waking up with my pillow all sweaty, and I can't sleep that way. I don't. Need, I, I'm like you. I don't either. And more times than not, I'll have my two littlest kids some point in the night hop in bed with me. So well, and there's there's a heat source, bam, right, right there. So you really need, yeah. So sheriff's feet that. are freezing over there course we have blankets on there you know but mm-hmm. and 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 she has this huge weighted blanket that she puts on herself so she's like over in her own fortress <laughs> i can't even lift; it's 25 pounds and i can't oh, even lift it to, to touch her but sometimes i can get my foot over there and feel her feet and they're usually ice cold so I was thinking, underneath I she, she needs what? more uh More iron in her. I was going to say, is she anemic?
0: She probably is. Usually a sign of anemia. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, but generally, you know, that most women I know are cold and most men I know. I think it's probably testosterone, too. It
1: just could be. You know, the place I heard of uh, tonight that people who are extremely hot where they need to go is McDonald's because I heard McDonald's. Is absolutely freezing right now. Brad Case just posted it on Facebook. Oh yeah. He says he doesn't know what's going on, but it's uh we're under a heat advisor everywhere else. Why why is McDonald's so freezing? I was thinking maybe their ice cream machines were broken and that's their way of having you not order ice cream. I don't know, but <laughs> their ice cream machines are broken a lot over there at McDonald's, but it's yeah, a different podcast. Oh. Really? How about but that? He says it's cold at McDonald's.
0: Uh, I, I'm good for cold to a point. I mean, my, my problem is I'm getting older now. Yeah. So if I get like, especially on stage at mm-hmm. the Hughes, uh, they, they roll the band card out. Uh, if you, if anybody hasn't seen this, the Hughes, you really need to go see the Hughes brother. It's really a fun show, but they roll the band cart out. And then where I am sitting, there's a chiller vent right above me. And I've got like 50 degree air coming on me for right. an entire hour, <laughs> <laughs> and when I get really, really, co- I mean, and I, I love it to a point, but the problem is I can't escape it. You know, sure. I, I it's like like telling you my mother. It's like if she gets hot, go into that bedroom and then get kind of cool down and back to normal, and then leave. Well, I can't leave, so I end up wearing a sweater and a hat mm-hmm. <laughs> to deflect the the thing. But what I was. Circling back around, what I was going to say is, my problem is, if I get really, really cold, it takes me a while to warm back up again. So I could leave and get out of that environment and still be kind of chilly cold,
1: which is kind of annoying, to be really honest with you. Well, we weren't under a heat advisory until 1 o'clock today, this afternoon, which today's Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was up early, very early this morning. And our temperature was seventy five degrees, Ooh. and this was about six a.m.
0: Can't cool down, so we didn't yeah. get
1: any lower than seventy five. You know, through the night, so it was it was toasty, and that temp- that sun came out, and the highest heat index that I could see that we got here in Branson was one hundred and five.
0: Well, that's criteria that right is. there. It is of the th- of the heat thing. Was there any fog this morning? You said there was a lot of dew on the ground.
1: Well, my windows were fogged over this morning.
0: Hmm. Well, that's moisture in the air. Yeah. Yeah, a moist atmosphere retains
1: heat. I saw a picture. It may have been yesterday or this morning of, of you know, Lake Taney Como fogged over, which happens a lot. Oh, yeah.
0: Did you see that picture from Scotty's Trot Dock? Uh uh, it, it was uh, a week or so ago. Uh-huh. I didn't. T- oh my god! He uh, sent us a message on that. It was beautiful, just, just a sunrise. He, he takes some great pictures. He really does. That La- Lamar is that Lamar his? Patton. La- Lamar Patton, awesome. Well, we well Lamar, if you're listening to this, please keep sending us like really cool pictures because we love them. Uh, well, <clears throat> excuse, why am I? See, I haven't talked all day. Well, maybe I, I don't even why. know. Was allergies up? I mean, I think uh, not, Grass is up a little it, bit. It might
1: be. Mold was up after it rained a little bit, but it's probably back down by now. That, uh, yeah, and and
0: okay, yeah, uh, l- l- okay. Let's talk about the rain.
1: How well, about let's talk that? about one oh, more thing before oh, okay. we get to the rain? Okay, one more thing. Did you happen to see that the 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 heat index yesterday in Fort Smith? I did not. One hundred and twenty.
0: No way.
1: It made the news. And what, so, so I checked 20? them today and it oh was one hundred seventeen today. It was ninety eight <laughs> degrees and a heat index of one seventeen, but yesterday it got up in the one twenty range. That's insane. That yeah, is completely it's crazy. insane. It's crazy. I'm glad I wasn't there.
0: But you said the air temperature was ninety eight. It was today
1: that I noticed. I I didn't see what it was yesterday. And it was it was almost a to one hundred twenty today too. So were they in excessive? They heat were warning? under an excessive heat warning. Yeah, you would have to be. I, yeah, I was gonna say, especially those big cities. I was like melting that. today. I could just imagine down there. Oh you man! Know. Let's talk about some rain that we did Uh get. Yeah, yeah. How about that eight, five, uh, five three inches two? Um, yeah. Well, some of one us one inch. Some to... of them were lucky. <laughs> Parts of Kansas got eight inches. Parts of That's eastern true. Kansas. That's true. A big swath of 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 rain.
0: Eight inches? Well, it's kind of like what happened with that last thing. I mean, this was a little different situation because last week we were talking about that big high out in the um, desert southwest and everything was going along the periphery of that. This time, it still kind of remained west of us. and. I i I'm just hoping I mean, I, I know full good and well we're not gonna get eight inches. I, I knew that. But I was hoping for maybe two or three. Someday. Someday we will. But oh we're due. Not today. We're not, we're not due. last
1: week or the week before that.
0: So you okay, so you said what, uh that was in eastern Kansas, they in Mount right. Miami?
1: They didn't get that much, but they got a, a good deal like three inches, I think.
0: Oh, okay. And they're flooded, of course.
1: Well, they thought they were gonna be flooded more than they Okay, end good. up being flooded. I mean, they can, they have you know, you have minor, moderate, and major flooding mm, on their okay. graphic, and their park will flood in just the bottom tier of moderate. Everything starts it kind closing of like down. Shadow Rock yeah. and
0: Forsyth. Well, it's it. always flooded. I drove <laughs> there today, and
1: it, now the water's uh-huh. receding, but it's going to take. I mean, it's still six or seven foot deep in their park, so you know. Mm. But, but then, yeah, it floods quite often.
0: Yeah, and it, I always watch because, uh, on on the grid, what we call the 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 uh, forecast grid, is where the National Weather Service shows all these counties, and you can see all the warnings and the floods and this right. and everything. And usually, Miami's green, green, yeah. <laughs> that bright just green right over there. The river. <laughs> yeah, so so that's the big um, the big rain event that we just missed. Yet again, but we've got a cold front coming tomorrow. It's a, so this is one of the shortest heat waves we've had in a while.
1: It's still going to be hot this
0: week. Yeah, but tomorrow, I mean, and the, the current indications, the last we looked, um, it uh, the cold front is kind of making its way through now. It's, it's more of a boundary, basically. So about five or six o'clock in the morning. Uh, tomorrow morning, Tuesday morning, that's when that front's going to kind of start stirring up stuff. I think the better chances of rain are going to be up towards Springfield. Uh, they've got a 50% chance.
1: They're also in a marginal chance for severe weather I today did and tonight. See that.
0: Now, when do they update? Is that updated again? It should have
1: updated about 45 minutes ago.
0: Uh, let me check. I'm going to check that because yeah, I noticed the uh, marginal. Well, no, it's still, I mean, it's still marginal. But the yeah. marginal is, it encompasses, uh, yeah, 801. Springfield, Joplin, Nevada, Jefferson City. It does not include Branson at that at this juncture. Yeah. Um, but I think there, it's in preparation for that cold front that we're talking about. Oh, yeah. Uh, let me call up some more stuff. Yeah, we're looking up stuff now, so we can give you the latest, although you probably won't listen to this podcast till Tomorrow (laughs) or the next day.
1: The diehard fans will. Yes. I love it.
0: Yeah. Springfield, Lebanon, Pittsburgh, Joplin, Nevada, Rolla. That's where that marginal risk is.
1: Yeah, That heat advisory for today expires in about 15 minutes from now, so we'll still be in the podcast. You know they extended it today. No, they did not. Yeah, they did. (sighs) Extended it until 9 o'clock. Well,
0: at least we still have a – We've got – I know we had a heat advisory graphic, and I don't know where it is. you may have whipped up something. Well, I, I did, but I don't know where it's at. I have no idea. Oh, you changed it to nine. Yeah. So, so by the time we – after the weather school, then we'll be able to change the egg back to uh, just other stuff. The egg <laughs> means
1: what, it's hot. That's what it, it means.
0: Yeah. I mean – and people, we did our, um, uh, our, our heat weather school – uh, a few weeks ago, because I wanted to get that back in here and stuff. It's it's not that it's just going to be hot in the daytime. That's what people just think. Well, it's summer. It's going to be hot. Well, the problem is it's not going to cool off at night. That's the problem. It's not the heat in the daytime only.
1: It's well, like that seventy five degree temperature we had six, a, and dew points of seventy
0: five. I mean, it's like juicy. It's point, the what. body cannot cool itself
1: efficiently. It's dew point was seventy seven. You know. Uh, When When you were mowing, I was mowing today (laughs)
0: at one o'clock or whatever. (laughs) It's hard to breathe. Oh, it's crazy. Oh, okay. Now, okay. Now, I just looked at the updated forecast for Branson. Uh, It says a 20% chance of showers and thunderstorms after two. Well, that's what I was just saying. It's like that boundary is kind of making its way through the area, through Missouri now, heading to the south. It's not here yet. But then uh, on Tuesday for Branson, they've upped it to 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms mainly before 10 o'clock so that boundary is just going to kind of work work its way and the boundary itself isn't going to do much but the problem is uh if it arrives down in branson after eight o'clock because eight o'clock the sun's coming out we're going to start heating up that atmosphere so then the boundary is going to start interacting with that stuff and we could get some uh i bet you anything anything that that marginal is going to be kind of inched down there
1: as that front passes through. Well, we'll see. I mean, yeah, I want to see that. Be nice. I think we'll have a, a good old fashioned, maybe not severe, thunderstorm event in the next month. I'm talking about heavy rain and lightning. Yeah, um, that's what I want to see: is a lot of heavy rain and a lot of lightning and thunder at at about. Eight nine o'clock at night—that's what I want to see.
0: You know, we haven't had that. We've in, had in a skirting. While. I know, and like every time it tries I say that to rain, we're due for that. We are, you know, and I have my recording equipment. I have all these microphones. I have Logic Pro Ten. I have computers I have interfaces I want some good thunderstorm recordings and th- what we thought was going to happen the other day that stuff coming out from from uh, Fayetteville up from Arkansas I hooked up all my equipment and all of a sudden I heard Boo, and that's it that was thunder and that was thunder that well I mean I <clears throat> I can't emulate thunder <clears throat> you know that huh. kind of thing I have to edit that out in post or something <laughs> I, I don't know, but you you you're right. We need that it doesn't have to flood. I just want a good
1: old-fashioned storm. Well, well, here's I'm predicting. Okay. We may get some flash flooding in about a month or so, or you know, maybe okay. Septemberish. Maybe it could be a tropical system come up. We'll see. I don't know. Um I think we may be heading into a dry pattern for August. Really? For the rest of the while. I, I'm, I'm feeling it. You know, we were still in the above average or barely above average for precipitation on the last little mm-hmm. outlook. Well, even the events have, haven't panned out for us. For us. Oh, right. And now you look after this front moves through tonight and in the morning, we're dry for a while. Yeah, there's not. I mean, there's ridges going to be in place. We're gonna get the pop ups and stuff like that, right? But we're not gonna get. I I, I don't. But that's not gonna give us some real rain, right? So if it does rain like that, the ground's gonna be so hard that you're gonna get some runoff. Exactly. It. Yeah. Once it gets really, really
0: dry, it can't. Efficiently absorb any of this water. I'm gonna. I haven't checked the Climate Prediction Center this time, so I'm gonna do that during the weather okay. school. Uh, and I made a note. I made a note. We always say we do stuff. Uh, we're gonna do stuff during the weather school, and then we forget about it. Uh, but nobody calls us on it. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so okay. So okay. I'm gonna skip around. We got an outline here. Your Colorado people that were the hurricane and the national hurricane center both yes have upped their predictions for named storms and tornadoes upped the prediction even though there's absolutely nothing going on in at the atlantic right now
1: well please why? explain why did they do that
0: well i mean on The Weather Channel I was watching, it's that Sahara dust you were talking about. That's
1: what I'm thinking. Yeah. It's going to go bye-bye. They
0: they showed it. Well, they said right now the Sahara dust is coming off the Cape Verde Islands. Verde, Verde, Verde. Verde, Verde, Verde. Okay, okay, I got to interrupt. This is a podcast. We're not on a time limit. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, there are two pronunciations of Verde. There's Verde and Verde. Yeah, we have heard equal amount. Now Corey, Cory brought this up before the podcast that he heard several places saying Verde, Verde Cape yeah. Verde Islands, which is cool. I have only heard Cape Verde Islands, so we got our little our computers and our our pronunciation guides out, and uh,
1: it, it really depends on where you're from. Yeah,
0: it does. It does. The British say Verde, right, and the it Portuguese. Depends
1: it depends it really it really does so i think the maybe the tourists call it one thing and then the actual locals call it something else i don't know maybe we should go there and just do a podcast from there okay
0: yeah we can do do they have satellite can we do uh, do we have an international plan yeah the cape bird islands are on the southern little tip notch of uh, actually not southern uh, western africa yeah. so you know, I don't want to take they a got boat out. got something
1: going on over there with the that's where the it's where the big hurricanes start.
0: Yeah, it's right off the Cape Verde Islands uh or Verde. I'm going to keep saying Verd. Now, Verd means green. Verdant, Verde, or got, Verde, got, Verde, Verde I mean, or Verd means green. Verd makes me think I
1: got I got a little verd in my <laughs> system. <laughs> Oh, you know, it so. sounds like
0: GERD. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's say you Cape GERD, Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, anyway, but see, I've just heard that. But even I went to Wikipedia and other places and tried to get pronunciation. And like you said, it kind of depends on if it's the British saying it. Is it the Portuguese pronunciation? Is it this? Is it that? So for this for this point, I'm going to say Verd. Okay, now, what were we talking about before I went off on that? I want to circle back around. Um, I don't know. Hurricanes? Oh, yeah. the, the uh, Hurricane Outlook. The, uh, the Outlook, yes. And the new one that came out, uh, now this is, okay, y- y- you, you get your color I'm going to talk about the Atlantic from the NOAA. Uh, <clears throat> they are actually saying, now, named storms, 10 to 17. 10 to 17 named storms. Uh, hurricanes, five to nine of them will become hurricanes, and two to four will become major hurricanes. And what we consider a major hurricane is a CAT 3 or better, uh, CAT 3, 4, or 5. That's a major hurricane. And this is the August 8th update, which was four or five days ago. So this is the NOAA, National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. This is what they are saying. So, Corey, do you have your Colorado group up there?
1: Uh, I'm looking. Hold on. Uh, okay, there we go. I'm curious to they're what saying, they're saying. Um, Colorado State University, which we've talked about them before. You wouldn't think Colorado would be big on the tropics, but that's one of hmm. the leading tropical meteorology schools that there is. I don't know. Why is that bizarre? I mean, it works. So there you go. Do you go to the University of Miami to learn about avalanche? I don't think so. But anyway. (laughs) Anyway. No, blizzards. That's what I learned. (laughs) How many did you say for named storms for national? Okay, Noah
0: says named storms 10 to 17.
1: They're saying 14.
0: Tops? Wow. They're saying 14. Well, that's right in the middle.
1: And the average is 12.
0: Okay, well... Uh, between ten and seventeen, fourteen's right in the and middle, and that's
1: named storms. What about hurricanes?
0: Uh, hurricanes, f- uh, five to nine.
1: They're saying seven, and the average is Again, six, right in the middle. But major hurricanes, they're only saying two, and the average is three. Interesting. Yeah,
0: because the major hurricanes from NOAA say two to four. Interesting. Well, it, because it sounds like the Colorado State people are going pretty much right in the middle. Of the predictions of the of that,
1: which is still they're they're still predicting a near average. It's, a, it's still an average, yeah, it's still near average. But it's weird but because nothing
0: nothing's going on right now. Nothing is going on in the Atlantic right now, and we'll we'll get to the full tropics because there are, there is other stuff going on there later. But um, yeah. Do we know where we're at in the Atlantic? Are we to sea? Have we gone sea? We have Barry. We may have had a C, didn't we? I don't remember. I can't. We
1: we'll have to. Maybe okay. not. Maybe not.
0: Okay. Atlanta. I'm making all these things. Atlantic hurricane Okay. Making all these notes. We got lots of stuff to look up during the weather school. Um <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's uh before we get into the tropics, let's uh let's let, let, let's have our El Niño update. Uh so what is the El, the update for El Niño? There is no El Nino. Uh, that's true. The El Nino is gone. And we have, I've looked at other agencies, and these are actual quotes. These are actual quotes I wrote down. Bye bye or stick a fork in it.
1: It's done. <laughs> <laughs> and that could, these inhibit, are actual quotes. And I read today where that could inhibit more uh, development out in the Pacific.
0: So to squash it, yeah, yeah. which actually makes sense right. because then the water temperatures are cooler. But so that's, eh, I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, at, at this point, El Nino is, we, we are returning to uh, Inso Neutral or uh, La Nada, kind of normal sea surface temperatures. And uh, that's a different predi- predi- bleh, prediction prediction than what they were talking about earlier because they were wondering last month, well El Nino is going to decrease, but it could probably continue into the winter months and possibly mm-hmm. into January. No, it's gone. Those sea surface temperatures are rising or are falling yeah. cooling now and we're back to back to normal. So I didn't read much on if they were thinking it, if La Nina would develop. that's something I think for next month. They update really once a month, the first Thursday in the month. So mm-hmm. eh, you didn't see anything on that, did you? No. Just that it's gone. It's gone. So we'll we'll look at that. Yeah. See how that goes. So uh <laughs> yeah. So what happened? What happened in Mount Vernon? I didn't I saw a little bit about this. What's
1: going on? Well, I'll go back to yesterday. Okay. This all happened yesterday. There's a Facebook post from our friend uh I think her name is Mindy, M. E. N. D. E. Oh, uh huh. Mindy Skags? Stags. Yeah. Did you guys hear an explosion? Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And people were listing what they thought it was. Tannerite. You know what tannerite is? They thought maybe it was tannerite. Tannerite you can buy at Bass Pro Shop. It's a it's a little cylinder shaped thing that you can use as a target and shoot a gun at it and once you hit it with a bullet, it just explodes and makes this makes a crazy noise. And we've had oh, that okay. in the past here in Branson. People heard booms, and that's what it was. But then I got to uh investigating, and they heard this thing, a boom, all the way from the Tulsa area to Joplin to the east, down to Eureka Springs. I got, that's not... Wait, that's a huge area. That's not a... Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty good-sized. And I knew that we were in a, a meteor shower... You know, period. There's some meteors, yeah, the Perseids. We'll talk about that yeah. a little bit, yeah. So I that's I, I I gave her my opinion that it was probably a, a meteor or meteorite or whatever uh-huh. you know, right? And uh, <laughs> evidently, I was right because I started seeing some maps. You, know, they went to the radar. It happened like at five oh nine or something like that, and. Uh, the NASA, or that goes uh, east has a lightning sensor, and it picked it up as lightning, and there, oh, was, no, really? there was no storms in the area. Oh, so something happened. So they're thinking it, it landed somewhere in between Miller and Mount Vernon, and there's actual hunters out looking for this thing. I mean, they might be worth money. I don't know. This was yesterday, right? It's from a TV show. This is yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So is going on now. Wow. I did see video of it. It was a uh, dash cam from a truck driver or something. Uh Uh-huh. Now, keep in mind, it's called a fireball, but you couldn't really see it. I mean, it didn't light up anything, but you could see it. You could see a little little, uh, trail or a streak going across the sky. Of course, the sun was out. It was still, you know, 5.09 in the afternoon. Oh, okay. So it didn't, like, light anything up. Right, Because right. it was still daylight. So a lot of everybody saw it, but a lot of people heard it. Heard it? I yeah, because... It breaks, I mean, it breaks the sound barrier as it goes
0: through, you know. Uh, yeah, it starts burning up and stuff. I, I mean, that... That kind of makes sense. I don't know if the Perseids... I mean, the Perseids meteor shower. That's what's going on now. And Well, it, this
1: it, can happen whether there's a meteor shower or not. Uh,
0: yeah, but I think the chances are greater. <laughs> you would think. You would think. <laughs> you would think, yeah, if there's a meteor shower. And and the actual peak, they've been going on for a couple of weeks. And the actual peak, I think, is today or tomorrow or
1: morning-ish. Ish, like way early. Yeah, I mean, they last a, a few weeks. So, But yeah. like the peak... The but, problem is... I hate to go out there and watch meteors unless the forecasted meteor uh, rate is 100 meteors an hour. Well, I saw something on Facebook
0: that was talking about that. I don't think that's true because I think everything else I've seen was like 20 to 30 an hour.
1: Well, I only go out when it's forecast at 100. This one is only forecast like 15 to 25.
0: Yeah, that's not much. So you got to sit there and stand But those their are way. visible.
1: They may be out there, but the the hindrance of of this meet for this meteor shower is the bright moon. It's it's too bright. You're right. But what is are we getting brighter now?
0: Are we, are we going towards a new moon or full moon? Full. Okay, yeah, so we're getting brighter and brighter. I mean I mean now the the cloud conditions of the Perseids uh, which basically the western U.S., the uh, Texas, uh, southern Missouri, if we get into the, you know, if you're talking about s- uh, sky conditions, are are going to be, I uh, you know, pretty good. But the problem is, like you said, when you have the moon out there just illuminating the entire sky, it's going to be hard to see all those things. Um, but it's the Perseids. You know, I mean, I've told the story about my... Uh, kind of grandson Logan, you know, sitting out there and he saw more than me. But uh.
1: two years ago, me and Grant, my son, went over to Forsyth to one of the overlooks where it was really dark mm. and got some photography, got some actual photographs of the meteors. It was about three o'clock in the morning. Really? But we didn't go last year. Last year must have been, not been that great of a show. It seems like lately we haven't had any huge 100 meteor forecasts. Showers, yeah.
0: Lately. I'm like you. I mean, if it's 100 meters now, I'm out there. I'm now. Watching. I did
1: see one just unexpectedly the other day, the other night, a couple three nights ago. Mm-hmm. So, those are the best when you don't look for them and you see them. And like, oh, look at that, it's a falling star.
0: Didn't did you text me the other night and said, Hey, I just think I just saw a a
1: shooting star or yeah. something like that? But that that was the one before, so I've seen more than one in the past couple of weeks.
0: Wow. And if we, it, it, it yeah, if any of our. Uh, listeners and, and viewers and followers have some really good Perseid, I'm going to make a, a post. I want to make a post about that. It's like, you know, le- post to our site. If you got videos, you got stills, uh, th- that's awesome. Just, just go ahead and do it
1: <coughs>
0: as I clear my throat yet again, but, uh. Well, let's get to the tropics. Uh, we get more in depth to the tropics. Uh, again, the Atlantic has nothing, and that's a Sahara uh, dust interference. But. I, no, no, okay, let's go well, back. Okay, let's go back.
1: I heard that there is a uh, certain area of the Atlantic that there are that there, uh, bears watching near the Gulf Coast that made oh. bear watching the Gulf Coast. Okay. All right. So, uh maybe a spoiler of what's to come, but uh I don't know exactly what they're watching. There's nothing out there right now.
0: No, there's no <laughs> there's nothing.
1: But um that's the latest That's the latest from the weather channel. That was 4 hours ago. Ooh, the weather channel. You know, the, I mean, uh,
0: I always say don't watch them. I mean, they're actually good at broad scale. I've always said that. You know who
1: I've been watching more than anything is Weather Nation.
0: I have that. I've seen that on my
1: uh, upper channel. Weather Nation. Now, we say, and, and, and Weather Nation is available even if you don't have satellite or or uh, cable or anything. You can watch them on your phone or iPad, online. They have the entire network there for you. Oh, Cool. And Weather Nation actually is the provider of data of data for our website. Ah, they get their uploads from the National Weather Service, and then they they disseminate basically. Yeah, okay. And that's how we get our our data. Well,
0: that's why it's mostly accurate because I mean
1: it's not AccuWeather.
0: No, but but <laughs> but, but they they're really they're really good. I yeah. I like them. Um, but they, they also have their channel on on the, on, on cable and I watch them or whatever. But Okay, so we've got uh that Sahara Dust Interference in the Eastern Pacific. Uh, we do have now Tropical Storm
1: Henriette. May not be one by next hour or so. It's, yeah, it's, it's, I know. it's dying off.
0: It's kinda like uh what was that one? It was a G uh or, Gia. No, it's I mean, uh, no. That was good after Flossie. Yeah, yeah. Whatever's gill. that it was like. Yeah, I'm trying, and I'm yeah. No, I'm done. Well, maybe, maybe that's they're not <laughs> lasting
1: as long. Maybe that's that. Ocean that's true.
0: Cooling off over there. That that's true. I need to go back and find out what that one last year. Yeah, it didn't last long, and then and it, Henriette is really not going to last long. It's not going to go through into uh, yeah. It's not going toward any land mass. Uh, it's about uh, what did I said about. It's several hundred miles to the south of the Baja Peninsula, and it's headed to the west, and it will decrease. And there's another disturbance about a 1,000 miles southwest of Baja, and I've noticed the past two updates. They've been kind of up, pushing that one up. It was like a 50% this morning, and then this afternoon they said, okay, 50 to 60 they're going to go. And tonight um, it, they said about 70% that they think it's going to – develop into something and that's going to kind of follow the same uh what is it the, the same trajectory as kind of eric and flossy we're kind They've of all going been
1: kind of going the same near the same areas yeah you know, the, bigger, the bigger ones did but uh you know the further west they got near land they all they yeah, all it's kind of right
0: outside of that inso three four zone three point four zone um, but the funny thing, the other day, a couple of days ago, there were three disturbances out there. And mm-hmm. I thought, ooh, okay, now, you know, we got Flossie kind of stabilized, and then now we're going to kick back up. Uh, nah, I mean, we got Henriette, and maybe whatever the next G one is. Uh, it wouldn't be G, F, no, G, H, I, it would be I. Um, but- did, did we have a,
1: a Chantel, a Chantel? Sha- Chantel. C- Chantel, did we have that? A- in the Atlantic? Yeah, maybe. I think it may have popped up for a day or so. I could be wrong. No, we need to check that. If 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 it did, then the next one is Dorian and
0: Aaron. So Dorian and Aaron, E R I N, not A A R O N. Okay, but that's that's in the Atlantic, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, right now, I mean, the Central Pacific going on east, nothing out there. So, Yeah. We'll just kind of see what happens and if that's even going to do anything. I mean, if now that El Nino, if those sea surface temperatures are cooling, uh, I mean, Henrietta or Henriette is actually a lot further north than what the other tropical systems had developed. So maybe it, they're trying to, you know, catch and catch some of that uh, warm, warmer sea surface temperatures because uh, – Flossie and eric were pretty much going yeah about that 15 degree thing and headed towards hawaii i don't think hawaii is going to be a problem now nah. yeah we don't see okay well that's is that what you got on the tropics got anything more on the tropics for now uh, we'll no, come back to it in a little bit really. all right well i think it's time uh <clears throat> as i've got my frog in my throat thanks mother uh (laughs) let's go on to the weather school uh it's a new weather school this week uh it's talking about you've heard us write pops uh p-o-p-s in our uh, forecasts online and we've talked about pops it stands for probability of precipitation so when you get 30 percent 40 percent 60 percent 10 percent what's that all mean so well the this weather school actually explains that. So let's get to that. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, stormed our weather school. The forecast calls for mostly cloudy with a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms. So does 40% mean it's really going to rain? Almost every day, we hear the National Weather Service mention rain or snow chances for at least one day in the weekly forecast period. 20% here, 60% there. It can be rather confusing. Is there really a difference between 30% and 40%? Well, actually there is. A probability of precipitation, or POP, also referred to as a chance of precipitation or a chance of rain, is a measure of the probability that at least some minimum quantity of precipitation will occur within a specified forecast period and location. According to the United States National Weather Service, a pop is the probability that more than 1 one-hundredth inches of precipitation will fall in a single spot, averaged over the forecast area. This can be expressed mathematically as, quote, pop equals C times A. So, where C is the confidence that any form of precipitation, like rain or snow, will occur somewhere in the forecast area, and A is the percent of the area that will receive measurable precipitation, if it occurs at all. For instance, if there is a 100% probability of rain covering one half of the city and a 0% probability of rain on the other half of the city, the pop for the entire city would be 50%. A 50% chance of a rainstorm covering the entire city would also lead to a pop of 50%. The POP measure is meaningless unless it is associated with a period of time. National Weather Service forecasts commonly use POP defined over 12 hour periods or POP 12 through 6 hour periods or POP 6, and other measures are also published. A daytime POP 12 means from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. The probability of precipitation can also be expressed using descriptive terms instead of numerical values. For instance, the National Weather Service might describe a precipitation forecast with terms such as slight chance, meaning 20% certainty, and scattered, meaning 30 to 50% aerial coverage. The precise meaning of these terms varies. When the National Weather Service expects less than a 20% chance of precipitation, it will not be advertised in the forecast. If they are confident that non-measurable precipitation is possible, they may advertise drizzles, sprinkles, or maybe even flurries in the forecast. Let's break down these terms and percentages further to better understand their meaning. A pop value of 20% the qualifying term would be a slight chance, and the equivalent aerial term would be isolated. A pop value of 30, 40, or 50% would be termed as a chance. An equivalent aerial term would be scattered. Now, for a pop value of 60 to 70%, that usually means likely, and the equivalent aerial term would be numerous. And finally, when we get to 80%, 90%, and 100% of the pop value, you can just pretty much bet it's going to rain. Oftentimes, these seemingly subtle timing and phasing can result in difference between a significant rainfall event and little to no rainfall at a particular location. The probability of precipitation that the National Weather Service advertises tries to take into account the pros and cons for and against measurable rainfall at a certain location. So, when there's a 70% chance of rainfall at a certain location, there's also a 30% chance it won't. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather@gmail.com. at gmail.com. And in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormed Our Weather School. And there you go. And I think there is a 100% chance that we're going to continue with this podcast. So (laughs) that's a pretty good chance. Yeah, I tell you, 100%. Yeah, and that's what I think is kind of funny because 80%, 90%, 100%.
1: I always like to walk, to read the uh, area forecast discussion, uh-huh. and it says, we're going to have to raise the the pops. I was like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I like that, because really, I'm a pluviophile. I love the yes, rain. Yes, you're a pops addict. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. so refreshing, and, and I love when it, especially at night, I love when it rains and lightnings. It's just so relaxing when I don't have to worry about any storm warnings or anything like that. It's not severe. Mm-hmm. Maybe some flooding areas, but I love just when it rains. It's just so soothing. See, now are you still getting salt on your curio? Or Well, it's been so darn hot and humid that I haven't been opening my window and oh, turning well, that attic point. fan on. But every time I do, yes, I do. That is the most bizarre thing. I sent you a picture. Now these are perfect, yeah, perfectly huge salt crystals that form. They look like kosher salt crystals. Some of them, and some of them aren't crazy. huge, and some of them are tiny, and some of them are just a, a residue that forms. Uh huh. But, but they form crystals. I'm not crazy. No, it's you, coming in you, somehow. You sent me the picture. It looked it like is salt. Salt. And if if Nobody knows what I'm talking about. This happens when I turn on my attic fan and I have an end table sitting right inside my living room window. I open that window, turn on that attic fan and if I run it all night, my table will get wet. And by the next morning or midday, that water will evaporate and leave salt crystals all over the table. This is a stone top table so it doesn't really hurt. It's not wood. So it's not going to hurt when it gets wet. But I had to taste it just to make sure it was salt and by goodness it was salt. That's just
0: weird. The purest salt
1: even. Yeah, okay. Ever seen. So so okay, now let me
0: think. I wonder if Mike would know that. I got a text Mike, our meteorologist friend Mike Griffin,
1: It only appears in in, in the places yeah. where water has puddled on the table. It doesn't have to be raining outside, but it pulls in that air and pulls in that moisture. Okay, so it doesn't have to be raining. No, it's just where it doesn't have to where the the, the the water is congealing. It and pulls in that moisture and puddling it, exactly. I'm gonna ask Gary. It's a very this. powerful attic fan that pulls. It must pull in from the Gulf of Mexico. Right? <laughs> From the
0: Pacific or the Atlantic, yeah. just sucking in all that salty. Maybe air. I would put this on eBay and sell it. It's pure stuff. You know? don't well, You might want to get that chemically uh I may uh, have to uh see. Yeah. Yeah, see if they got it chemically analyzed is what exactly. I'm trying to say. <laughs> wow. I, I I'm not gonna let this go at so I've I've got to figure out how and why this is doing this. So maybe it's on cool. a subsequent it's pretty cool. Yeah, but on a subsequent podcast we'll have to let everybody know. Okay, I think it's time for the next segment, which is This Week in Weather History. So,
1: Corey, what you got? Well, This Week in Weather History, there was uh, the, one of the strongest tornadoes ever recorded in the state of Utah. happened in 1999. This is the 20th anniversary. Re- recently, yeah. 20th anniversary of the strongest tornado that hit the state of Utah, and it just happened to hit the city of Salt Lake City. Uh, what do you think that was rated as? What do you think it would be the strongest tornado in Utah? In Utah, I would probably say
0: an EF3. That's an EF2. Oh, really? Just a 2? So not even a major hur- ma- hurricane? The damage
1: path, yeah. now this is the strongest tornado. Yeah, there, yeah. The damage path was 8 miles with a maximum uh, width of 200 yards. I don't guess you get a lot of tornadoes in Utah. No, one person was killed. Ooh, and eighty others were injured. Three hundred buildings and eight hundred eight hundred trees were damaged. They counted the trees, evidently. They, got, they counted the trees. <laughs> wow, a lot, a lot of trees out there. I Not seven hundred and fifty, but eight hundred <laughs> trees <laughs> were damaged or destroyed. The total damage estimated only one hundred seventy million dollars. Usually, you know, hmm. you're up in the billions when the big tornado, the right. strong tornadoes, but out in Utah, EF two. I mean that's what went down the strip in Branson, oh, right? Right. EF two. So that was in 1999. I wonder what the elevation of Salt Lake City
0: is. It's
1: man, yeah, they know, have mountains
0: it. out there. The yeah, I, and that's a, that's what I was thinking. I'm going to call up RadarScope real quick. Oh, you know, since we since I'm doing that, I'm going to mention uh, it is 9:37. Yes, it is. And uh, we are seeing a severe storm near
1: Bartlesville, Oklahoma, is and it, that is, is headed it, east. Is it in the same county? Or is it still in Osage? I don't know the counties. What, Pahuska? Osage is, Pahuska would be in Osage. It's,
0: Osage would be the largest county in Oklahoma. Okay, then yes, it is. Uh, yeah, Pahuska, and it is, uh looks like you got a little hail signature in it. Bartlesville is not in the warning, but... Uh, It'll be in Washington County, which is a tiny... <laughs> uh, yeah, it's skinny just little barely, county. barely over that. Re- exactly. Uh, but this thing has flung out an outflow boundary, so we don't expect it to hang on too much longer. Uh, the warning is in effect for... Uh, what'd you say that? Oh, Osage. Mm-hmm. Uh, Osage County uh, for another... you know, what I say? 20, 22 minutes. It's moving east at 35, 60 mile an hour winds and penny size hail. Now... I I, want to bounce back to something that that we mentioned earlier. Uh, We're in a marginal risk. Well, we're close to a marginal risk tomorrow. I've noticed that even though we have all this moisture in the air, what people are talking about is storms that could become severe are not going to be massive hail producers. going to be wind producers.
1: Have you You seen the storms last night in northwest Kansas? I was oh, clocking my gosh. that wind up to oh, 100 whoa. miles an hour. Yeah,
0: I saw 103 exactly.
1: Wow. Did That's you see that ins- bow? That bow echo was amazing. Oh, I followed
0: that. I followed that for a while. And even tonight, I now I'm going to go on the other side. Let, uh, let's go to Springfield, Illinois. There are three tornado warnings out really? right now. Are they frontline spinners or what? Uh, they kind of look at it. Uh, they kind of look like that. I mean, Sullivan, Illinois, Assumption there's that's the name of it assumption illinois uh, stonington those uh dalton city bethany and lovington all those uh areas are just no. east southeast of springfield
1: are you looking at velocities on on that uh
0: i am not i'm just looking you at you should the, look at
1: assumption look at the velocities holy on that.
0: cow no that that's that's a that's that's turning yeah <laughs> yeah that that's turning so we definitely have activity going I, on i assume there
1: I assume that's turning an assumption.
0: <laughs> yes, Corey. But I also closer to home, and I just now saw this, for our friends in St. Louis, we've got... I probably need to make a post on this soon. Uh, north of St. Charles, there is a couple of severe thunderstorm warnings. Yeah, we got severe weather going on, and I'm not sure... I, I, I need to do a radar... Uh, what what am I looking
1: for? Oops. We also have some uh, storms uh, south east of Emporia, Kansas, and Southwest Kansas that are popping up with a lot of light. Oh, I
0: see that. I see that now. Yeah. Well, we got stuff going on. I bet so you, that could be that front coming down. That's what I'm thinking from uh, from uh, St. Louis, like Springfield, Illinois, where they got those tornadoes. I mean, we're not expecting tornadoes here, but down St. Louis. Right. I mean, and Missouri. I don't see anything in Missouri. Right now I mean that's worth mentioning but then definitely uh, that Bartlesville Oklahoma area just west of Bartlesville and in Kansas so yeah where's
1: that Springfield Illinois area they're in a enhanced
0: oh, severe yeah. risk tonight oh yeah they, they've got sheer mm-hmm. they got shear all over the place and all sorts of stuff yeah but that's not here so uh you know the latest the, the latest we we're, we're seeing there oh oh. I just call- I just called this up uh going back to the, uh, the Atlantic, we have not had a Chantel yet as of August
1: eighth. I heard where it's there a possibility. Was an area they were watching and this is a week ago that could have turned into Chantel, which didn't pan out
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and now
1: they have another area that they're watching, but it's nothing to write home about so'm I'm not, I'm not writing home. Okay, no,
0: no, save your stamp.
1: I might call her later, but... Yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah. no, just save your stamp until (laughs) later. So so going down the list for a few more, you said uh, Chantel, Dorian, Aaron. Then we have Fernand. Fernand. Not Ferdinand, Fernand. I think they're running out of names. F-E-R-N-A-N-D, Fernand. Fernand. Now this
1: is the the names come from National Hurricane Center in <laughs> yes. Miami, Florida, correct? Right. Yeah, this is in OAA. Yeah. Well, they're all, always foreign sounding
0: to me. Well, and that that's fine, but make it not just Fernand, make it Fernando. Well, make it an actual you know, they have familiar name. A
1: lot of Hispanic areas down there like Little Havana and Miami, but yeah. you know, most of these graduates are kind of evidently from Colorado State University, you know, so maybe that could be explained I don't
0: know. Gabrielle, Gabrielle, Humberto. See, Gabriel's normal. Now see Humberto. I thought we had a Humberto. I remember Humberto.
1: Yeah, well it's come Not, back.
0: Well, six years ago.
1: Six yeah, six years I ago. I also remember Aaron, by the way. Yeah. And then we have uh and for people I, I, who don't know, that's it's a six it's a six year cycle that they they'll reuse the names unless they're huge destructive yeah, major hurricane. Yeah, like Katrina, they will
0: not use Katrina Correct. anymore. Uh, but if they're like minor, they'll read. Uh, Karen's coming back up. Jerry and Karen, Amelda, Lorenzo, Melissa, Nestor, Nestor, <laughs> Nestor, N e s t o r. Olga, I remember Olga. Pablo, Rebecca, Sebastian, Tanya, Van. And Windy. <laughs> that's, that's the name of the, the, the tropical cyclone going on here. Wow. Uh, oh, goodness me. Well, I think now it's probably time to get on to the next segment. It's the weather word of the week. And this week's Stormdar Weather Weather Word of the Week is...
1: Well, I think it's pronounced photometeor.
0: That is correct. Photo meteor.
1: That's when you're lucky enough to take a picture of the meteor as it falls. No? No. Because somebody got a picture of that fireball, and that was a photo of a meteor. That's not
0: right, but it (laughs) was. (laughs) What's the official definition?
1: Well, any bright object, which would be a fireball, right? Well, it could be, yeah. Or other optical phenomenon... Appearing in Earth's atmosphere when sunlight or moonlight creates a reflection, refraction, diffraction, or interference under particular circumstances. Common examples of photometeors include halos. I don't know. Cor- cor- corona. Corona. Uh-huh. Interesting. Rainbows. Cre- Muscular rays and sundogs. Yeah. Now that's a mouthful.
0: <laughs> yeah, Corona. I mean, they have like a, uh, they spell it like Coronae. Uh, C-O-R-O-N-A-E. I just copied it from Wikipedia. <laughs> no, not Wikipedia, but my, my database source. But sure. yeah, Corona. Yeah. So when you have like a halo or Corona. Everybody knows a sun, we post sundogs a lot. A sundog. Yeah. Rainbow, even rainbows. Right, rainbows are are, are photometeor, uh, crepuscular rays. I think everybody knows what a crepuscular ray is. It's when you have well, the those sun. Are pretty photogenic. Oh yeah, but uh, you know the sun behind a big cloud, and you see the rays just
1: popping up. I mean, it's beautiful. Did you see that picture? Uh, who took that at Cox Branson the other day? I think that was Judy. Yeah, that was beautiful.
0: That was amazing. And in the morning, because normally you see that at sunset. Right. This was sun sun morning. Wait, sunset sunrise Sunrise. set rise. Yeah. Sunrise. No, don't 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 make me lapse into Oklahoma. Sunrise. So you lapse into Oklahoma. (laughs) Yeah. So so basically anything we're we're not going to see that now, but I'm just. yeah, I'm gonna get a satellite picture. It's nine forty five right now. I wonder if
1: we're gonna see any Perseids tonight.
0: Mm. Well, it
1: all depends on on that cloud cover. Of course, we're talking much later in the morning. Yeah, like they say like four o'clock? Four or, o'clock in the yeah. morning before sunrise is the best time. Is peak? Time. Now you can see them anytime, but that's that's the peak time. Yeah, I'm
0: I'm just gonna go to the visible satellite, uh uh, no,
1: visible satellite won't work because it's dark. It
0: is dark. Yeah, I should post
1: that Sometimes satellite. they, if you get a good one, Nate, they automatically switch over to where... Do you know what so, I'm going to do?
0: What? I'm going to go to the ultimate satellite, which is on our website. Stormdarkweather.com? I'm going to go... That is an
1: awesome website.
0: It is. Okay, why don't you tell people what you've tweaked this time? Because you're tweaking it all the time.
1: I, You know, the bigger tweaks are, 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 are still to come. Yes. And, and actually take some money. So we're looking for some money to, 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 to pay for some upgrades to the Stormdar Weather website in, in more ways than one. Oh, yes. But uh, we have some interesting stuff on there that is available as of now, such as that satellite, which, you know, basically. I'm looking at
0: it now, and it's great. It's great. And like you said, it goes from, uh, once it it goes into night, then it goes into IR. Automatic, it automatically switches to infrared at night, so you yeah. can see. And I see that over Bartles, Bartlesfield. That looks amazing right Does now. It? Good. Yeah, big, but I. But it's pretty clear over here, over Southwest Missouri. So I think after the podcast, I'm going to go and stand outside and see if I can see me some Perseids. Fifteen to uh,
1: twenty five an hour.
0: So that means every three minutes. Yeah, and three that's, to four minutes,
1: and that's. Mm-hmm. That's on the upper end, mm-hmm. so you really are going to be out there for thirty minutes, and you'd be lucky. And to it's see only n- at nine forty-five. But the, but but I tell you what, you you could see some pretty good ones, like the Earth grazers, if you look along the horizon a lot of the times, mm-hmm. and they're kind of a purplish greenish color, and they're really cool. Now, where is this more mostly in the northeastern sky? Is that or did do they say anywhere? I, I can't remember. This is they're pretty much everywhere in this and on, on on this one. Okay, this one just dis- all over the d- this one differs from the, the linoids. Is that what lineage? Lini- I, I can never pronounce a meteor shower, <laughs> they're the
0: weirdest yeah. thing. But the Perseids are what we are now, Perseus. It, these are right, the, but but lineage are from you get a lot more earth you know, great
1: grazers in December than you will in August. It, yes, exactly. That's a line yeah, yeah, but,
0: but you'll get a few. and it's colder <laughs> <laughs> you, you like,
1: bubble up. I mean, you find some... That's a thing. You can you find s- a warm body to snuggle up with. And oh. I did that once. And uh she was really warm, and she was about to pop because she was nine and a half months pregnant. And four days later, we had our 21-year-old kid. Oh. He's it- 21 now. Oh, gosh. Well, he will be. Wow. <sighs> wait, wait, That's right. I'm all...
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, year old. <laughs> yeah, speak speak to the choir here. We need to get Garen back on. Garen wanted to he come on. He wants to come back on. Uh, Garen, it, <clears throat> people who don't know is is Corey's eleven year old now. He's twelve. He's twelve and uh, quite
1: an aficionado when it starts comes to in seventh weather. Grade this week. Seventh grade. Yeah. Holy cow! I have one. My oldest is just entered police academy last week. That's great. At right? Drew yeah. University. Nice. So you can. I'm so excited about that. Let me tell you, hmm, hmm. it's not cheap to hmm. go to go to Drury University. <laughs> anyway, and then I have my second oldest, who is the drum major of Branson Band. He's a senior this year, and uh, that's a whole, you know, era. being a senior. That's oh yeah, a lot of money out of mom and dad's pocket. And then you have <laughs> one entering seventh grade, so that's another.
0: Garen, yeah. That's
1: another uh, milestone in life.
0: Yeah. Junior high. Right. My
1: fourth is entering kindergarten. Oh. So it's another, I'm full of milestones. Wow. So it wears me out. Yeah. This well, is my escape, stormed our weather. <laughs> there you go. And
0: coming over here. And, and I doing spend
1: them. a lot of time doing stormed our weather. <laughs> yeah. On we, the website. And I, I and spend were a talking, lot of time on that website.
0: Well, you, we were talking earlier. It's like, you know, we have some ideas of, of fun things we're going to do, probably see if we can pull off here. I mean, we're almost, we're we're right around that twenty one thousand three hundred mark, mm-hmm. right around there, and uh, we want to uh, find a way to make it just and that's, skyrocket. That,
1: and 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 we love to it. To put that in perspective, twenty one thousand three hundred, that's pretty good, yeah, for a weather website, but. That's double of the population of, of the town we live in, Branson. Yeah, yeah. And you can look at most theater websites or most business websites, theater shows, and they don't have anywhere near the likes we have for storm our weather. And that makes me feel good. Well, yeah, Deep and,
0: and we, we're providing a service for the entire southwest Missouri and northern Arkansas. And even I more
1: know. than that.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, we go out uh, all the way to Oklahoma City. We go to, yeah, I mean— I, I, I have friends in St. Louis and, you know, that's why I want to make sure that we cover St. Louis and Kansas City. Our got- coverage
1: area is much larger than any National Weather Service office and yeah. any te- television station. Yeah. Yeah. Because we like to know what's coming, you know. Well, especially out west. We do those mornings in Oklahoma for Tulsa and and, and you know, Miami. Of course, I'm from Miami, so I like, we have a, Pretty good following. You know, it's a small town, but we have pretty good following over in Miami. Yeah. But uh we do that because well, I'm from there, but that's what's coming our way.
0: Right. Our weather here in Branson comes up that direction. So we're always watching it. And I think you even have your 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 phone to alert you when stuff well, starts. Well,
1: I get alerted for any anything in the Miami area, in the Branson area, so I know of course, on our Stormdower Weather website for the Branson area, as soon as the National Weather Service or the Storm Prediction Center issues something, it is within a millisecond yeah. posted to our website yeah, automatically. right to there. Yeah. And then, then you get a
0: notification. And, I, I do. And then add a graphic to it. So it's yeah. perfect.
1: It's perfect. So...
0: Yeah, we're we got, we're we on got top something of going. Things. Yeah, we're we, on top of things. We got something going and probably in another we're going to watch El Nino because probably in another couple of months to see if we're going into La Nina, if we're going to remain neutral or what's going to happen cuz that's going to affect our winter
1: weather. Well, here's what I want never to get. know and what everybody else wants to know. <clears throat> okay. And that is are we going to get a snow this year? You know, was the last time we got a good snow
0: like a real snow? 2013, yeah, or 15? No, is, there, is that the big December snow which we had? That was like-
1: 2013 because it was the week before my daughter was born. Yeah, my daughter will be six this year. Yeah, about six years. Yeah, 2013. I remember that. And that wasn't a huge snow even then. It was five six inches. We did get a we did get a freak snowstorm in. 2016, 17, do you remember when we weren't under any winter weather advisory or, well, we were under winter weather weather advisory, but we weren't under a winter storm warning and we got about, some people got seven inches of snow. We were expecting three inches. I know because I worked for the hospital at the time and I was out there scraping snow.
0: No, I, 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 the one I'm thinking of, I'm sure, was 13 because that's the one where I was at the theater. Yeah, well,
1: this, was and they the, decided this would have been in the dude. year off season, and it happened during the day on a, on a weekend. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, and it lasted one day, and then it got warm and melted off.
0: <laughs> it melted. Which is the best kind of snow. It Just is. Just dump about eight inches of snow, last a day or two, and then
1: bam. Because I don't want to be caught. That's- and, and when that happens in Branson, in this Branson area... There are some people that are stranded in their neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Like when I lived out in Meadow Ridge, I lived in the back of the neighborhood, and there was a hill to get, and there only one way out of the neighborhood, and there was a hill, and if it snowed, you weren't making it out of the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So that was a problem. Yep. And that's a problem for a lot of neighborhoods in this area. Exactly. There's too many hills, and there's too many
0: of these little neighborhoods that are but, what's, secluded, but yeah. what's
1: good is I was in the show business then, mm-hmm. and it always happened in the off season. Right. You're in the off season. I'm in the off season. There is no off season for my wife, who is a nurse. She's on season 24 yeah, 7. That's the way it works. So I'm without a wife when that happens because she has to go spend the night at work for the duration. Oh, that's right. But right now, be... my wife works in Forsyth. Yeah. I live in Branson. We take F Highway to Branton, and that's the first road to go. Oh,
0: F Highway every
1: time. No, that's the first road that mm-hmm. we get accident reports on.
0: Yeah, but even flooding. Not even winter. Flooding even in flooding winter. Bull Creek
1: right around there. It's just it's the same area. But that, that, yeah, that, that that approach to Bull Creek. That's the ice, and that's the flood. Yep. Every time. Yep. 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 Awful. So uh, I'll be missing her. Well, but if we have it's a win- just August though. <laughs> <laughs> so I know, so but, we got several but, more but podcasts. I say that, but uh-huh. we've already had questions about winter this year.
0: Yeah, we we certainly have. And 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 we try to answer as honestly as we can. And our honest answer no, no. right now is it's just way too early to tell right it's now. It's August. It's it's August. Something could happen and you never know. So you just need to keep listening to our podcast and we'll update you on everything okay i think we covered everything today and more don't, didn't well we? do you got something we else well we
1: don't have a whole lot of going on but we sure know how to put on a long podcast we
0: we should we certainly do well and if we get the the tropics keep you know keep going i mean el nino is just a dead issue now i mean if it's you know if we have agencies saying bye-bye and stick a fork in it yeah we're not going to worry about el nino anymore did it
1: did it pan out to you this this, I whole, think this it El Nino was, has been going on for how long? Oh, six months. It's like oh, we've been talking about it longer than that. I know. I think portions of it
0: did because did it affect
1: us? No, at
0: all. not us. But not us. But we saw effects because we had some flooding in California and we had storms ramping up uh, in the do southern states. you think any states.
1: of that flooding along the Missouri River or Mississippi River earlier in the spring had anything to do with it? Because it flooded forever. Who knows? Honestly, I think that was just freak.
0: Could have been. I think it was a freak because if it were related to El Nino, we would have seen similar patterns of flooding in the past. And I don't remember any similar patterns of flooding. And we've had – remember that really, really powerful, strong El Nino that everybody's going, oh, no, it's an El Nino apocalypse and blah, blah, blah. And it really wasn't any A lot of
1: that is just stuff to talk about. It never, to me, pans out to – yeah. much of anything. We always talk about oh, El Niño or La Niña, that's going to we're going to have 20 inches of snow. Well, in
0: all <sighs> fairness, in all fairness, the you know, the El Niño La Niña thing is one component that will kind of shift the dr- the jet stream around. And like I said, with El Niño, we did see the flooding in California. La Niña, California will be a drought. It'll True. be much warmer up in, in northwestern. So, so, you know, it's not we're not just saying it to fill up space. I mean, th- th- it does have
1: some it does. validity
0: or whatever. And but it's hitting th-
1: around here, here in Branson. Because we're right in the middle. We're, now, this one right. is like, I don't know. We're right in the middle <laughs> to where anything goes. It could be above average or below average. I mean, we're right in the middle.
0: And that's where the PDO and the NAO and everything comes in, which we don't get into. But we haven't
1: had a good snow in years and years and years and years and years. years. And is that due to El Niño, La Niña, or the gradually rising temperature of the earth? Who knows? Uh, That's something for
0: subsequent podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Ooh, we've been going on quite a while. I think... I think we need to wrap this one up and save some for next. If you do, say so. Do you have anything else? I think we talked about everything. We talked about that and the is and everything. I'm going to go out and out inside and watch after this. All right. Well, let's wrap this thing up then. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdarweather. Like our page and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your news feed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to StormdarWeather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website and our merch store at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast.